Hello and welcome to Pancration Philosophy, episode three. We made it so far, guys. Hi, I'm your host, Pocholo Cruz, and with me is... Irvin Duarte, first time here. <laughs> Sorry, my broken English. Broken English. Starting off strong. Yeah, bear broken, with me. Broken English. That's right. This is America. <laughs> Two guys with foreign names talking English. That's that, that's the world we live exactly. in. Exactly. That's America yeah. right there. Yeah. Immigrants. America. Yeah. Immigrant <laughs> mentality, if you will. Okay. Anyway, so our, our subject for today, we're going to talk about... Um, Pretty much martial arts journeys. Everyone's on a you know different journey. We'll just talk about essentially you know our own. So I'll refer this question to you, Irving. So how did you get started in martial arts? For me, it's I guess uh, like to like a lot of people. What what happened was I got bullied in school. Bullied in school. I yeah. can see why. Anyway, yeah. continue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like surprise. Yeah, I was bullied in school, and then. Um, my I mean, fa- yeah, name's my- Irving. So <laughs> it's so easy. <laughs> I was always a nice guy, right? So pick what? on you because you're a nice guy. So um, yeah. that's how I started. My family was like, "Hey, we gotta, we gotta fix this." I came yeah. in with a with a black guy. Oh man! And they took me to yeah. to learn kung fu. Yeah, don't let those girls do that. To you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was my teacher. Me. That's what yeah. happened. Yeah. It was Mrs. Ramirez. <laughs> Senor Ramirez, no. <laughs> yeah, so so pretty much got beat up by girls. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But it was like, <laughs> no, no, it's this kind of show. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, one day I came in with a with a black guy, and and then uh, my grandpa said like we need to do something about it. Okay. They took me to do kung fu when I was young. That's how okay. that's how I started. Okay. So I started doing kung fu. Started head kicking people. Head kicking people. And, and, it and then the problems would stop. It oh, Kensei knows what's up. Exactly. Yeah. Kitchen, kitchen, Kensei. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so, yeah. Okay, so come to it like about how old were you? Were you like, 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 like five, four or five, four or five? So fairly young. Okay, yeah, that's how, just that's head kicking started. people in. Well, yeah, that would be yeah, really bad. School. I was just like, uno dos tres. Yeah, I was like, okay, okay, you want to play rough? So that's pretty much where it started. Like, I just needed something to boost my confidence. And okay, I've been doing it. Makes sense. Been doing, really it, been doing it ever since. Okay. All right. So then, so more on the background. So where are you, where are you originally from? I'm from Ciudad Juarez. Where the hell is that? In Mexico. <laughs> it, it's funny. I say Ciudad Juarez. That's yeah. the correct pronunciation. And they're that's, like, that's the yeah. yeah. And then I go, Juarez. Oh, oh I know what it is. Hey, boy, you speak American. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah, where they kill all those people, yeah. where the cartels is. Like, wait, wait, wait. So what's the, what's the first part you said? Like, is that part of the... Is, See, that means it's oh, like just city. city. Okay. What is city? Yeah, I thought. I was like, yeah. I was like, I see you, Dad. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like what yeah. is city? That's the okay. translation. Okay, I see. Okay. Yeah, so, but, yeah, but that's how you properly pronounce mm-hmm. it. So okay. I was learning kung fu by a Mexican. You know how that went. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 Teaches some Mexican judo too. Yeah, you know. You don't know who you're messing with. <laughs> so you know how that went. It was, yeah. It was so it went great. Yeah. I know all the Mexican kung fu champions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, so I started okay. doing kung fu, and then uh, from there I, I, uh, I thought I was trying to play soccer like any other kid in me. What a Mexican playing soccer! Exactly. Stop the presses. Yeah, it's a surprise to everyone, yeah. but yeah, in Mexico we like to play soccer. So okay. I started playing soccer, and uh, what position were you in soccer? I was a uh, midfielder. Also, oh, you ran a lot, out a lot. Okay, yeah. explain your fighting style. <laughs> <laughs> <Continue>. So <laughs> I was. Uh, <laughs> 
I was playing soccer for a bit and then uh, I had like uh, an opportunity to to come here to America to play. Mm, okay. And then uh, like college wise. College. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. In okay. Kansas City in uh, Kansas City. Oh no. Yeah, it, it was it was like a tryout. It was not a big deal, but I, was, it, was it like a semi-pro thing or was it like a college? Like, it was like a college. I was gonna it, it was like, play was it, for okay, college or okay. something. In I really Kansas don't City. know. It was like got that e a couple of emails that wanted. How did like how did they get? Did you have like highlight film or something or did you? Did yeah, you I, I signed up into a page. Okay. Like it was like. It was like like of all high school teams and okay. people and I see it. and that's how they found me. And that's how okay. Right. Yeah, so that's how I did, and then I started. I couldn't my my parents couldn't send me here. Okay. Yeah, my dad went like, "Hey, I have money to send you, send you there, but I don't have money to bring you back." So oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. "Okay, yeah." So I, I just stopped, and then. So did you ever make it to the Kansas? No, or no, no. So it was just pretty just, much you. You they didn't have the resources to go. Yeah. So oh, I was okay. like, yeah. So. Uh, it was like a bummer for me for that time and I just kind of decided like I was uh, 16, 17 and I was not playing at a high, at a high level. Okay. And at that age, you're not going to make it in soccer. Not gonna like, make, yeah, okay. in 16, you have to be already playing at a high level. At a high 15, level or else you're not going to get... Yeah, 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 unless you get a big break or something. But okay. Or you break everyone else's... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So... Uh, that kind of big break. <laughs> and I uh, didn't... Uh, so I stopped and I always did martial arts so it was kind of like a normal pro progression like I always like you just wanted to be an athletic yeah okay yeah, yeah I always Continue wanted that. to be be an athlete so I did that and then I went to MMA and then started training in in Mexico which was brutal like, it's so brutal like how so like what, what makes you say that it was it's not like it was really hot it was no <laughs> the truth is it's like White belts teaching white belts. White belts teaching yeah. white belts. Okay. It was like only boxing and then just heart. You know, like, boxing and yeah. heart. So well, you know how that one. Heart, right? You don't have that it one. Went it great. Was just like <laughs> yeah. War, gym yeah. wars all yeah. the time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was pedal to the metal all the time. It was not not a safety environment not, to me. Not in. a safe environment. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah, just yeah. learning how good your chin is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're learning if you're yeah. tough or not. Chin so. test 101. Here exactly. So it was like, that's how I knew how I did not want to train. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is not, this is, this, this is can't not be okay. right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So after that, uh, I had my first fight there and it was a mess. It was okay. horrible. So yeah, oh, yeah I remember you, t you talked about, yeah, your fight before. Okay, but anyway, so more so back before that, like how was, so what was the structure like? Like, so did you have like, co you're saying it's like white belts teaching white belts, but was it... Like how was the coaching like there? Mm. Like, well, the thing is that here yeah, my coach he, he. So you have one coach. It like, was, was one like, coach. Oh, okay. that he was still learning. That was still learning. Yeah, because yeah. they, they don't know like, and at that time, right now they're probably way better. But at the beginning, mm -hmm. they, it was like very uh, basic and in, in stuff like I was his first MMA fighter okay so it, it was like the class was and like before this I was teaching Zumba <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's a yoga instructor now, yeah. Yeah. it's natural but, progression yeah. but now I have a fighter here anyway yeah she's like he okay. said he was looking for MMA so I was like fuck yeah. it let's do MMA too okay okay and uh, yeah he was actually karate instructor I so think he was he a karate instructor in kickboxing yeah. he was actually very good at uh, striking so he was a good striker okay mm -hmm. Yeah. and then mm -hmm. but he was like an early or like he was first MMA mm -hmm. so then yeah. like how, then how did they get you a fight then like how was it's easy it's easy hey man yeah hey you want to alright here we go yeah okay. it's like a test like see if 
you really want it. It's more about you asking for it. It's like, so yeah, I want, I want to, want to compete. All right, let's okay. do it. Get a fight. Okay. And just see if you're tough enough. See if you're tough. Okay. And that's how. I, I if you survive the gym war, now you survive. Yeah. <laughs> now you're ready. Another gym war with yeah. someone you don't know. Okay. It was a street fight more than anything. Okay. And now, and well, I told you, dangerous. and I told yeah. you, right? It was like I was cut. I cut yeah. way for. I didn't know I was fighting the same day. Oh, so it's safe. So you cut, yeah, you were telling me this before, but yeah, you cut weight on the same day. You cut like how many pounds? 18 pounds. 18 pounds on the, the same, same day, day and then fought. Yeah, wow. I was like, I was, it was never again. Not, ne- yeah, yeah, never again. It was yeah. horrible. Yeah. And then the adrenaline, the nerves, the competition, it was like, mm-hmm. it was bad. So the rules were kind of funky too okay like how so like yeah what, what it started like? so it was like an amateur fight so okay you guys can only hit behind your back like this. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like no slams because no they, they, okay. it was like a normal boxing ring so it had no cushion in oh it. no cushion so you if you hit you're gonna yeah, get okay. slam okay so it was the first thing and then uh, three rounds three three minute rounds i think or three five minute rounds i can't remember okay it was a blur and uh <laughs> so the rules were like if you stopped them or something it was like like a point and you he gotta stopped. let him reset like okay. if you get him in a submission i gotta yeah. tap him twice or something like yeah. that oh what yeah that, that is weird yeah, so, yeah, was, yeah. so if you so if you got if you submitted him that's only one point yeah something okay like so that, then why yeah. would you go for submission at that it, point? it, it was weird because yeah. yeah. what happened was the fight started what if he, you broke his arm though well i guess these are questions that they probably didn't ask yeah no, it, it was yeah. like what happened was yeah. the fight started he through like an overhand like if he was holding like a like a shank yeah. or something he was like ah. <laughs> racist yeah no, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and yeah. uh i just like covered up and then took yeah. him down mounted him and then just yeah. pound him out yeah i remember I, I this is first round still right yeah i was like yeah. ah. trying to pound him out and then they separated me with the same ah. yeah eyes closed you know <laughs> they pulled me out incredible technique yeah. but that was one point for and, you and they were like I, I thought I won, yeah, right? Yeah. And then, well, what happened though? And then they made a separate, and they like he was kind of like dazed, and they yeah. gave him like thirty seconds to come back. Thirty seconds. <laughs> thirty seconds. Hey, this guy was is knocked out. All right, let's yeah. give him thirty. All right, get yeah, back like, out. Yeah. Okay, he's concussed. He's not yeah. dead. Okay, well, yeah. he's good. He's good. Yeah. He's good so to go. Let's, let's keep the show going. So okay. it was. He can't. We kept fighting, and then second round, same thing. I I mounted him. I didn't finish him, but I was yeah. like. We're fighting, mm-hmm. and then the, I got totally drained. And then the mm-hmm. third round, it was like moving with hands down, just kind of <laughs> yeah. like swinging, <sighs> swaying. It was just survival mode. And then we we finished that fight, and we draw a draw. Okay, it was a nice. draw. Okay. So I was like, whoa. Wow, okay. that was that was that was. It's fine. Yeah. It's whatever. So you so you almost killed this guy twice, and yeah. then it's a draw. That sounds and right. I, yeah. Myself too was in, in the process true. with the yeah. cutting weight, yeah. and uh, it was horrible. And then after that, I, like I knew, like okay, my coach has no experience. Yeah, and like how old were you at this time? Were you yeah, like seventeen? Seventeen. Okay, yeah. so still fairly seventeen. Young. So yeah. I was like, okay, this is not the way, but I just I had nowhere else to go. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. So what happened was I kept training and. Uh, I was getting ready to do a Grand Prix. A Grand Prix, nice. Yeah. Pride? Yeah, no, it was like Pride. Like Pride. Yeah. It was a Grand Prix of yeah. lightweights. Yeah. It was going to be, of course, in the mall. Of course. So I was fighting in the yeah. mall, my first fight. It was okay. in the mall. And well, that's, I think that's how it is in third world countries. Everything's in the mall. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was, it's like, where you, where you fight, same place to get my pants. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and where I get, go to the grocery yeah. store. And, and yeah. I told you yeah. this, like, yeah. I was, we were yeah. on the ground and I yeah. think he was 
her aunt or something yeah. of my opponent. She yeah. was screaming at me. I could hear her screaming <laughs> yeah. at me. But I was so nervous fighting, but I could hear she was really close. I was like, what? <laughs> she just moved yeah, the lady close. was so intense. <laughs> I was like, damn. Oh, that's lady, funny. chill. Oh, but yeah. uh, I hey, I'm beating up your nephew right now. Shut the <laughs> hell up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me concentrate. Oh, yeah. So it was I was getting ready for that and then uh, I went to the doctor because I had like a flu. Okay. And uh he gave me a cortisol shot and it reacted on my body. Oh damn! Like like a like allergic reaction? Yeah, like allergic. I get rash on my body. Oh damn! Okay. And I went to the same doctor to get it fixed. Yeah. He gave me another one. <laughs> I don't know if it's more stupid. Hey man, let me give you. Hey, so the cortisone, but this cortisone will stop the first cortisone. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah, I don't know if it's more stupid. Me that I take it or, <laughs> or him. you go back to the same yeah. doctor. Yeah, it's and like, then, like seems legit. Doc, let's yeah. do it again. He was an old dude. I was like, yeah, yeah. he's been through through the. Was range, he a doctor? Yeah. <laughs> doctor. Yeah. So yeah, he, I went and I got really sick and I uh, couldn't train like for two years and a half. I oh, two like, years. Oh wow. Yeah, so out. like it your was, body just. Yeah, just I just that. swelled okay. up. I got like yeah. I was like swollen up, and I had yeah. like a lot, a lot of like pimples. It okay. was like like chicken pox. Like, uh, I, I see because you know because your system is just reacting. To yeah, it. yeah. Damn they man, they just, like really just, just fucked you up, huh? Yeah, touched yeah. me. It was like very painful. Yeah. Well, wait, wait, wait. So this was so this was after your set your second fight. When then? I was getting ready for when you're getting for the Grand Prix. Okay, but then what was the whole lady screaming at you, or was that your the, first, first fight? fight. <laughs> that was your I'm sorry, I'm my worst storyteller ever. Yeah. Okay, so, okay, okay, so, anyway, so in preparation for your second fight, you end up going to see a great doctor, yeah. and then you get, you're out for two years. Yeah. Okay, so you're out, so like, what, so now you're 19, 20, when yeah, you get was, back in Yeah, I was, I was, uh, yeah. getting, uh, I was, the truth, I was doing research. Doing and research. And just, just still, like, yeah. training, I guess, my mind, and, uh, I was looking mm -hmm. for, for, uh, better, better coaches, better okay. team. Okay, okay. just... Actually, Jackson's was my fair option because it's really close to where yeah. I'm from. Plus, it's a place called New Mexico. So yeah, it yeah. was like yeah, <laughs> legit. <laughs> we we uh, maybe and uh, yeah. I just get it. Thing led to another, and uh, I came up here. Oh, okay, like, and it makes sense. My I have family here. Your family lived in the area. Yeah. Okay, so it's, yeah. it's kind of everything meshed. They had nice bomber jackets there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm only saying this because our camera guy is currently wearing a bomber jacket that his grandfather with history. It's from yeah. 1961, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ladies. Can you believe? Can you believe this man is single? <laughs> anyway, continuing on. Not for long yeah. with that jacket. Exactly. <laughs> and yes, I am single. <laughs> That's right. That's Ender Cleofan. <laughs> Uh, anyway, back so back 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 to you, Irving. So you end up finding uh, yourself here, like you know, a few years, a few years later. Uh, yeah. And then, I, was, um, I just came here. I, I I remember I trained with you the first time I came me? here. Me? What? Yeah, it was uh, a yeah. in vacation. Oh, my one vacation yeah. I came here, and I was just thinking of moving out and just okay. training somewhere else. And then I just came to AMC and fell in love with the environment. Oh, it was okay. like totally different than what I was used to. No. Uh, macho mentality you know fighter gym like you walked in and it was like to each his own it's just survival. Yeah, yeah survival right yeah. survival the oh, that, that's, yeah that's stupid shit and mm -hmm. that doesn't allow you to grow and uh there was nothing like like that here and i was like this is this is a place yes okay. okay so i came here it was like two years before i actually came here and i came trained loved it and i after that i just spent all my time just saving up money 
getting stuff done so I can come come here and train and train. Okay. Yeah. And then so okay. And then now now you're here and now so what? So then throughout throughout there, like what would you say has been like? So what changed when you first started? Like let's say when you're young, and what has changed like uh, up to now? Like what do you think is like the biggest difference between uh, like when you were training when you were five up to like you training now yeah well the truth is uh, like I didn't know it was the beginning I was just doing it for fun okay it was just just like I said for self-defense it was mm-hmm. just a necessity to kick the school yeah. girls <laughs> <laughs> it was just like a necessity and okay. it didn't get to defend myself and okay. uh, but later it became like I said fun like a sport something to do for sports wise yeah. okay. it was just just okay. growing competition wise uh, yeah I always, yeah. always loved martial arts it was like Dragon Ball Z was my thing, yeah. so it's like, yeah, yeah and, and um, so it was fun, it was something, I guess, part of my life, because I grew up doing it, so. Okay. Yeah, and became, became part Yeah, of and then life. when I started taking it seriously, I started training, and my mindset changed, it was more like, oh, I have to do this, and, and it was, started training, not into a job, per se, but it was like. Were you just adding stress to yeah, it? Yeah, stress to okay. it, and then mm-hmm. I, I came here and then I learned from the pros and from the people who know it's like you gotta go back I'm now I'm going back to to, to what it to is to enjoying yourself to yeah. having fun learning loving the process because mm-hmm. if you don't love the process then why are you doing it yeah right? that's that's true if you just add it yeah well I think that's a com- well I think that's a common thing a lot of people find when they're when they're embarking especially when they're embarking on something that was passionate mm-hmm. like for them they almost it's almost if you focus too much on it, it becomes not no longer your passion. Yeah. Like from there, because you start to because you start to forget like what brought you there in in the first place. Yeah, you know. So I think yeah, that, that's a, that's a, it's an interesting dynamic, like from there and how you know you're mentioning how you kept you almost like start thinking of it as a job, but you're but what what I, what I read from that is that you're putting like focusing on the on yeah, things yeah. on focusing on. I think the biggest thing on that is like you're focusing on things you can't control. Exactly. You know, and Delicious. then you, there's like the more, pretty much the more you try to control things beyond your control, the more frustrated you're going to be because you're not, you're not going to be able to control that. I feel like the biggest thing is, uh, yeah, tr- tr- uh, liking the process and also just trusting that uh, that you enjoy what that you enjoy what you're doing because that's what that's that's what's going to keep you further into it. So yeah, so I that's think that was my change of philosophy. Actually, it was okay. just that, just learning to love it again and mm-hmm. having fun, and appreciating like, just like being aware of how lucky I am to be here. Because mm-hmm. where I'm from, it's very difficult to to travel. And like here, coming here to this country, I was like mm-hmm. I said, I was privileged to be here. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I always keep in mind that I'm I'm just fortunate to train with you guys and. Mm-hmm. Fortunate to train with the the best coach in the world, which is Matt Hume. Ender. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant dating coach. Uh, okay, uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I am single. <laughs> oh, anyway, sorry to cut up your train of thought. Yeah, but, but yeah, it was it was, it was right. It was just you're, you're being enjoying grateful for your situation yeah. that that you're in. Okay, and now so okay so given so given that mindset, has that changed really like what your what your goals are or like what how do you so. So that's how you you know continue the day to day, right? Mm-hmm. But then, so then, what do you? So then, how 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 does that translate then to like what you're trying to work on, like from there? Well, I think yeah. my, my goals haven't changed. Like I, I still wanna wanna mm-hmm. pursue this career as far mm-hmm. as it takes me. It's just yeah. 
like learning I guess to uh, not be so goal oriented because that's how, how people do things right oh it's just the mm-hmm. angle that's that's the prize mm-hmm. and not actually the journey mm-hmm. and I feel that's one of the things those that's little that's, cliches yeah. that, they, that they put in the back of the yearbooks <laughs> exactly. like continue, yeah. but, it, but, but it's true right yeah and I feel like that's what one of a couple of things that Matt has said before it's like it's, it's mm-hmm. gonna be a long journey a long yeah. process yeah it's your journey as being a martial artist mm-hmm. so I think I'm just my my goals haven't changed. It's just I appreciate the process, you appreciate which the process, I think it's yeah. important, you know. Because mm-hmm. if you, I said it once before, right? If you don't appreciate, if you don't like what you do, then why do it? Yeah, if you, yeah, if you don't like, yeah, that's no, that, that that's yeah, that's always what's been funny to me. Or hated people's like, oh yeah, I hate doing this. And I was like, well, why? Yeah. Why, why why do you keep doing that? Or because uh, a lot of people keep having the same problems that that. Yeah. That, that they'll do or an, another thing like I get a sense of is like people will people will complain of one or people complain no matter like what situation they're in but then they don't they'll blame other things but they never really look at what what, what, what hey man you if you're having problems everywhere it seems like yeah. the common denominator sees like yeah. you're everywhere yeah you're the very yeah, yeah. That, that, that there's a problem sometimes you know you you are you're the problem you, yeah you are the problem like there and it's just being able to look inward yeah like just look looking at it positive because it's like this life it's a lot of struggle mm-hmm. and it's always been a part of my life it's never gonna be like oh you're gonna get to that promised land and everything's gonna be good yeah it's it's just like a happiness it's just i feel like a state you know yeah it's moments yeah happy yeah happiness ha- has moments that's why like i re- i recall like one thing that you know that that stuck with me is like happiness is just a, is a fleeting emotion you know mm-hmm. you can't like you can't like grasp on to, to happiness like yeah. but but what you can what is like what is more stable is like is accomplishments you know yeah. it's but it's like it's the point you, your accomplishments aren't you your accomplishments are just something that you're able that you're able to do mm-hmm. and but it's like that that that's how you build off to like to keep to keep grow to keep growing from there so just understanding that you have done stuff before and what you've done before can build off to more than what you can do it's not it's just it's it's not necessarily what you are it's just a part of something that you've done before from your history and yeah because yeah. sometimes people are just focused on that on that on the goal and that drive and, and goals, then yeah. you don't even under, like uh, appreciate oh you already reached the goal and then after that what like, yeah yeah like happen? yeah what, what's, what's gonna happen like what's what was the purpose what was the purpose yeah. of the goal like yeah. from from there like where where you where you're trying to be and mm-hmm. and i think something as uh, athletes in this sport we face too is like we lose our identity to this it's like oh mm-hmm. we're the fighters mm-hmm. oh and then like what happens when anymore, you can't yeah. fight mm-hmm. when you're not a fighter anymore then yeah. what happens right. you're not yeah you're, you're nobody you're nothing man yeah. it's like I mean that's always easy for me. I know as a nobody walking <laughs> in, so I'll be a nobody walking out. So it's it's, it's, it's no big deal. Nothing's really changed. But I think that that's yeah. a good thing, though, right? Mm-hmm. You you not not that you think you're a nobody, but it's like yeah. having that yeah. mindset that it's, it 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 doesn't matter like really the I guess the accomplishments or the things. It's more of a journey of yeah. of growing as a human being. Yeah. No. No. I, th- I think that's true too. It's like. It's it's once again like you said for identity. It's like you are you are not what you do. You just happen to do those things. Yeah. You know, like who we are as a person is like is, is more than that. 
you know, Kensei may be a super powerful swole fighter, but he's more than that. He's <laughs> he's just like that as a man. Ain't <laughs> yeah. that right, Kensei? Yeah. yeah. Kensei's just saying just yeah. Not it, 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 it is very yeah, true. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. Yeah. What I am. Yeah, no, I mean, we would like to put him on camera, but he's just too big. Yeah. You know, but <laughs> his presence is just overwhelming <laughs> from there. But yeah. And, and that's, that's another thing that I mm -hmm. liked mm -hmm. when I came here. It was like, because none of the other coaches, mm -hmm. other than Matt, like yeah. mentioned, they were like, I I'm looking to create the perfect martial artist, the mm -hmm. perfect fighter, but no one yeah. said martial artist. And yeah. I've, like I said, done martial arts my whole life, and I yeah. respected that, like, old school philosophy, even though it's a, like a lot, it's like a performance art wushu, is not yeah. like a competitive art, but yeah. I like the philosophy of, like, being a martial artist, doing kung fu, being balanced in all aspects of the life, balanced, and that's yeah. that's what Matt wants, right? He wants mm -hmm. martial artists, not yeah. fighters. Yeah. So and uh, that's another reason I was, like, drawn into this. I was like, yes, that mindset that he has, I want, I want of my own. Yeah. So then, for your own definition, like, what's the difference between a fighter and a martial artist, like, for you? I think a fighter is just one aspect of being a martial artist. Okay. It's just competing. Yeah. I feel you. A fighter lives and dies by the results. By the results. Yeah. Not by the, the process. Driven. Yeah. 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 And not saying that a martial artist doesn't care about the results or competing, because I think. It's also important to test your skills, actually. Mm -hmm. So I think uh, being a martial artist is more of a like a, like a concept or how do you see things, being well-rounded mm -hmm. with as a human being, I feel. Okay. I don't know if I confused you. No, no, I mean, was, uh, I, think, I think what you're, try what you're trying to say is that, uh, or at least what, what I believe is that when you're, so being a martial artist, it's not just it's not just one it's not just one thing you do. It's it's how, it's just how you it's how you live your life. Like mm -hmm. from there, I feel like you can take you can take that connection of what you do in one aspect of your life and bring it to, to other things. Yeah. At least that, that that's how I personally see it. Because mm -hmm. I see like when you know it's like the old thing. It's like it's not just what you do. It's a, it's a lifestyle. I feel like it's that it's that um, it's it's that philosophy of understanding like what. Um, Put like putting an effort and then getting something out of it. That that's what being so being like a martial artist, like to me what what that means is that. So martial artist is just one thing I do, but like being a being a martial artist means like, uh, involving involving myself in the in the cre in the, in the creative process, of the of the whole thing and then being able to understand like do uh, what, not it's like bringing that mind like body connection like mm -hmm. from there like and like so doing. It's not just what I do; it's what I think, and then, therefore, like what I think becomes what I do. Yeah. Like just being having that seamless cohesion from there. And so, you yeah. think that martial artist mindset, like, goes in all the aspects of the life? I feel like it does go into all the aspects of the life because, from, it's. So I use so you know it's it's that it's that fine balance of like your identity. It's like understanding okay, what what part is you and what part has been you know has been crafted through your experiences like from there but how 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 i think about it what martial arts has, cra has crafted into me is that it's put me in a bunch of uh it's put me it's forced a lot of growth like in me and i've been able to use those experiences to then translate that to different situations that are not exactly being a martial artist 
like from there that's how i feel like it and the person like in my life mm -hmm. you know and it's put me in situations that i've been able to grow from not just in like martial arts base but also just another basis of life from there and um are you going to share this amazing story? Share amazing story. No, it's, no well, it's well, gonna well, tell well, you, but well, you guys are not gonna believe it. Well, can you tell them, please? How do you well, got? How, how do you how got, got into AMC? How I got into AMC. So <laughs> yeah, so so background. So AMC is the gym that we both train out of. So okay, I can I can share that story. It's not that it's not that amazing, but um, I think it is. You I think, think it is, yeah. he thinks it is. So I I was. Um, so I was a lowly high school student and I was, there was an Australian exchange student in my, in my class. And he had a very, um, I don't know, he had, he just, he didn't like me for some, for some sort of reason. So he challenged me to a street fight and then he threatened me saying like, oh, I know MMA mixed martial arts. I had no idea what that meant at the time. I had to Google it <laughs> afterwards. I'm like, okay. Okay, Mr. Fancy Talk. I, th I thought it was like an Australian slang or something. I was like, is that, is that what he calls his boomerang? But um, from there, so he challenges me to a street fight. He says he knows MMA. He says he trains at a, at a place called AMC. I thought, like the movie theater? And then, okay. And so I look, so I look up the place uh i was yes yeah, so i was young at the time i was still before driving age so i i remember i took the bus like there so i took i saw i took the bus from from after school i took the bus from from where uh, my school was to then to am to amc the parking lot there and my grand plan was to was to fight this gentleman outside this australian cat uh, I, out in the parking lot and so yeah it was a great plan but uh, as i was as i was standing out there um i'm waiting the the building was still closed like the amc was still closed at the time but then a train like a coach like walked in he sees me like standing there he goes like oh are you a student here and then i said like yes i am <laughs> and then i ended up signing up like that that day but um there like my eyes i mean it really it opened my eyes to like what i guess like trained like when, when you know what like trained fighters like were because I remember um, I had a little bit of background already in some combat sports like I'd done some boxing and I also I also wrestled in high school and I was kind of at, like at that time I was also a high school wrestler like then but then it just showed like more aspects like from there and that's what you know it got, it got me curious pretty much I mean long story short I got you know I got wrecked of course or like I got yeah. Oh, Australian kid. Oh no no. Oh. It turns out actually fast forward like Australian kid actually never <laughs> never trained there. I actually forgot about him because I just got wrecked by the people that were actual <laughs> students there. And I decided no, I, I need to learn. I want to learn more more of this because you know on the same token I was you know like a really weak kid. So I gotta get gotta get stronger. Like from there, I always like the I like the notion of having of of just you know growing. Like from there, my like Dragon Ball Z. Mm -hmm. I was like, I want to, yeah, man. If I could just fight all the time, that'd be great. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah. So the Australian kid never ended up being there. I forgot about him actually because I just got wrecked so bad. Like <laughs> on, my, on my first day, I was like, oh, I got, I really need to learn this. Until like I didn't ask again until like three months later. Like, hey, wait a minute, was there an Australian guy here? And then they go like, no, like we never, <laughs> never, yeah, he's never, never, yeah, he's never trained here. And then yeah, so I never saw that guy again. I kind of forgot about him. But I think he went back to Australia after that, after that year. But yeah, uh, him wanting to fight me was what, was what led me towards like martial arts. So yeah, 
That's yeah, that's, that's, yeah I, well, I guess. That's so yeah. interesting. Like, so interesting. Like, so, interesting. So, 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 so different. It's like, so, so different. It's like a street fight, and you're yeah. going to fight this kid, and then yeah. you walk there, and it became like something that you really are passionate about. That's, that's, that's true, yeah. It's been, it's been like almost, yeah, it's been like 11, almost 12 years like since that day. So Now yeah. you're coaching yeah. there. It's like, I know. Damn. I don't know how that happened either. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that, that. That's how that transpired. Yeah, just just wanting. Yeah, just, wanting to yeah. beat up on Australia. Wanted to beat up, yeah, Australia. Yeah, I was gonna about to take him down under. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's yeah, that, that's my tale. But it's not nothing that interesting. I'm sure you've been in some interesting street fights, oh, right? No, oh. With girls. <laughs> with girls. <laughs> <laughs> Like it's not a fight if I knock him out with that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was not a competition. So. Six year old girl. Yeah, six, I, I, I six year old girl. It's like he's sixteen. Revenge is mine. Yeah. For me, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Ask your Armana. She remembers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, yeah. Yeah. No, no street fights for me. I've been a yeah. chill kid. Chill kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and me now, too, man. Let me ask you the same yeah. question. Oh, what's that? Did yeah. your philosophy as when you were a high yeah. school wrestler yeah. change through all your years in AMC? Oh yeah, it's definitely. I would say it's it's altered. I uh, I think when so my, my mindset, I had like a, I had a very I, well I had a combative mindset. I would say I mean not not much has changed. But well, what I mean by that is that I really wanted it wasn't. I realized, I think at an early age, that I had to, uh, that the goal was for me to become stronger. And then it's not just, you know, beating other people. I wanted to, uh, I wanted to overcome, like, myself. And what I mean by that was, like, just, like, the the physical limitations, the mind limitations, and me just watching too much Dragon Ball Z. That's like, I just wanted, just wanted, just really wanted to push through, and then watching, you know, other anime, and just wanting to think, like, I think this is, no, this is possible, I think. I don't know, maybe just me believing too much in fantasy, but like this is you no, know, I think this is possible. I think I can, I can be more than what than what I currently am. Yeah. Like from there, I didn't think of that nuance. I just think if I just fight a lot of people, I'll get a lot stronger. I just thought about, I just thought that's how I thought about it as a young, like as a as a young kid, like from ethic, there. Man. But then um, what that so as I think the biggest thing that that changed like from there, I think it's just it's just an accumulation of me just picking up. Things that people like talk around me, but it's the thing where I can hear someone tell me something, you know, that is useful, but I won't necessarily do it. Cause you know, just as a dumb kid, you're like, ah, I'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. Like from there, but upon, you know, me, even me, this is like not me figuring everything out, but figuring like a little bit more stuff out than what I did know. Mm -hmm. I realized that, yeah, there's, there's a, there's a lot of, um, there is a lot of intelligence in what you know the people, were, what my coaches and instructors were telling me, and I find I, the only way it became real for me was I had to had my experiences that match that. So what I, what I mean by that, like a big thing that that's changed is like, uh, well I don't know if it's a big thing that's changed. I think I've always been a lazy person, so I, I would I would try to come up with ways to work to make work easier, and I think. I just took I just took more of that to an extreme. It's like more of a, it's more of like a. I crafted it to like a more of a finer point. Like from there, I think that's the biggest thing that's changed. Like for mindset from like early on to like now, just being able to uh, 
to work more efficiently i feel from there and to keep uh to keep the knowledge growing and and to uh and in terms of like put i still you know want to push myself but i want to do it in a way that's more viable like understanding that you know there is limitations like from there but then not necessarily accepting that but finding ways to break through i think that's that's the biggest thing that's changed like for me and your yeah. goals have changed when goals have changed i'm just trying to survive man i'm yeah, just trying to I'm just, I'm just trying to, trying yeah, to learn. i'm just trying to live the next day you know it's and it's hard with like with killers like all, all around but yeah i think i mean yeah because that, that's the thing yeah my, my goal is just like oh i just want to keep doing it for as long as possible and for some reason i'm still doing it so i guess mm -hmm. maybe I, maybe i'm doing something something right. okay but that's yeah i think i think i think that's like that, that that's that's what i was thinking like going in so i never i never thought i would i would last like this long so mm -hmm. but i was like well that, that that's that's how i think like looking on like now and forward from there Mm. So then, like, as far as, so as far as like long, longevity-wise, like from there, like, what what do you think about like, in terms of like, what helps you like in training? That sometimes, like, what do you have like any tells on uh, on 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 how you rest or like how 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 you're progressing? Actually, like, uh, you taught me this, and uh, and I had to learn it kind of the hard way after my my yeah. fight here, and. Uh, it was like I just didn't have a knock button. It was mm -hmm. always go go for me. Mm -hmm. It was always thinking about technique after we finished, and I would always like not 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 just do stuff, but actually reflect and think about it. And actually, I was talking to Kensei about it today. Ah, uh, Kensei, why yeah, is again, yeah. again, and uh, too big for the camera. But <laughs> continue. Yeah. It was uh, just being able to turn off and wind off and relax. It's like. Mm -hmm. Well, what I was saying, right, I'm a martial artist, I'm not a fighter, so when yeah. I go in the gym, 100% the gym, I don't have a family, mm -hmm. I have nothing, it's mm -hmm. just me and learning, mm -hmm. and then when I go to work, unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta take one. Yeah, I have to yeah. just work, and I'm not gonna lie, I do, yeah. I'm do thinking about, yeah. about training, Yeah. but when I finish sparring or training, I just online relax. Cause always my problem has been up here, so it's yeah, like just always, relaxing yeah, my mind. Yeah. And uh, and I remember when I was getting ready to compete. I guess you read me very well. Mm -hmm. You you were always trying to help me to not think about the fight and relax and wine. Mm -hmm. Putting comedy shows when we were going to the weighing, mm -hmm. a bunch of traffic. Yeah. We were gonna be late, and you know, I was freaking yeah. out. So I was yeah. all dehydrated and stuff. Yeah. And you just try to made me be keep calm and just focus on something else. I think. That's one thing that really, it really has helped me. Just mm -hmm. learn to unwind, and yeah. just relax mentally and physically. Yeah, as, as much as important it is to train, is to to relax. Yeah, it's 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 that balance thing. Like that that that's a big thing I think about in terms of in turn in terms of training, is that you need, like, it's you know it's like you know Newton's law of like for every reaction there has to be an equal mm -hmm. opposite, opposite reaction. reaction. So I think the same thing too, because like you go. Like we go and we, we push our bodies to the extreme, you know, you can't, you have to, you have to then rest from there because you need, you need that because you need, or else you'll be unable to keep pushing yourself. You keep whittling it down like from there. And then in essence, you cheat yourself of not being able to accomplish like w w what you do. It's finding that fine balance of there. Cause you know me, I'm lazy. So I'll f always find a way to cut, to cut corners like from there. But it's just understanding that, the, that, there, that there's a give and take, you know, yeah. that there's a given, there's a, there's a balance. There's like, you know, being relaxed. Cause I feel like 
one thing with most people like in this they're just in the <laughs> just just in this kind of trade there's like i don't know some kind of wild chicken sound going on outside but like i feel like the biggest thing like was the average person is not going to be found like doing martial arts it's going to take like a it takes like weird people like i see weird person weird person weird person you know from that weird person like yeah, right, right i didn't here. understand that like, till like like yeah. was older yeah. that we are all, like we're different no it's true it's like you can say we but yeah. we're different i couldn't understand it. i thought everybody wanted to, was pursuing yeah. having a dream and being yeah. driven within then i was just noticing people i'm like okay mm -hmm. people are just not doing stuff yeah it's just yeah. like people don't understand and that's what we were talking yeah. right that is like that's why i feel so confident with you guys mm -hmm. is because you guys do understand the struggle mm -hmm. and how much it takes how much time mm -hmm. how much like determination and discipline it takes to do this because mm -hmm. people don't understand it's yeah like normal people don't understand it. it's it's hard well it's hard it's hard for people that you know aren't putting themselves in uh in or putting necessarily because you know we're, we're not just running through obstacles we're we're finding obstacles and then running running at them so mm -hmm. i think it's a it's a different kind of mentality like from there it's also understanding you know well, what's the payoff you know because i feel like uh especially i feel like in you know this in and you know just the generation that we're from there's there's a lack of uh, extended like you know extended payoff a lot of everyone's looking for getting results like now I mean I feel that's that's always been the case but I feel even more so just because of how um, we're conditioned we're conditioned to get results like right, right away mm -hmm. just just in terms of like how we live our lives like we we can we can you know open up a screen get get something to us like right away people like want stuff now now faster. now now fast yeah. fast Everything fast, fast like from there, yeah there's just less and less of places where you where it takes a while to get to get something out of it you know that's yeah. that, that, that that's how i feel and i think more so back to like your your point of like finding um you know finding that you know the people around you are like similar i think that's that's the thing is like you you stop to you stop to really see that you happen to be around people who are you know who are thinking on the on the same mindset as you and that's why you feel like oh everyone must think this way just because of you you're almost you're you're surrounding yourself around people who do think similar. yeah so they like have the same there. mindset that's yeah. why it seems like everyone is the same but they're not just yeah. a lot of people just don't want to struggle. Well, and that, that's another thing. Well, because a lot, a lot of people also will, we, um, and I mean, it's nothing on them, but everyone, you, we all, because we only, we only really see life through our eyes. Mm -hmm. So when you see someone else's life, you, ex you see it through your own vision. So you mm -hmm. expect them. So if someone, you know, let's say if someone parties all the time, you know, like me, I'm a CEO. I'm like, oh man, this guy must party all the time. Yeah. Just like me, yeah. you know, from there. Or, you know, whereas, you know, you, you're like disciplined you, and you train all the time. You say, oh, this person must you know must okay. they must have something else to do you know that, that, that maybe not necessarily change they must have something that they're focusing on yeah. there's they have some dreams that they're trying to do but so surprisingly it's like not necessarily the case it's funny you know? right yeah. it's exactly that i'm like yeah, yeah everybody's just chasing their own thing and it's like you don't have to be athletics or anything yeah. it's just everybody's just doing their own thing finding their their way or their path in this world and mm -hmm. And it's not the case. I, well, it's hard to find your own path in this world mm -hmm. because I feel like, yes. I mean, not not the. I mean, the reason the reason it's difficult is because, uh, I mean, this is gonna sound like a very angry teenager. It's because it's a society. But I think because you know what society is trying to set most people up. It's not really trying to set you up for success, which 
it's what it's trying to do is trying to set you up to not fail. Mm-hmm. And what what I mean by that is that it's very um, especially I think just in terms of like you know like the modern education system like today it's just made it's just made to create good workers yeah so it's made it's made to create people who are able to pretty much you know punch in punch out just being able to be part of the system you know man now now i sound like one of those like stay woke people but uh wake up sheep no but it's like it's it's if you break it down that that's what it is it's like someone i remember i was talking to like a friend of mine explained it to me as well it's in a very similar way it's made to create people who are, you know, to prevent failure. Cause you know, if you think about what school teaches you, you know, show up every day, do a little something, you know, for some, for some person like clock out or get out and then go back again and, and repeat it. And that, and that, and that's how you're supposed to, you know, cause it, yeah, exactly. Cause that, that's how work is. You know, you go in, you have your nine to five, you go and do your stuff. And then you go out, you know, mm-hmm. from there, and then you get two days off, you know, you get a weekend, and then you go back again, do it, and, and do it go again. I think we, yeah. yeah, I mean, we talked, oh, Scott and I, we talked about this in, in the previous podcast. But yeah, it's, it's set up to do that because it's, e- it's easier for people, because it's easier to not think. Yeah. Uh, that, that's the thing. It's easier to turn your brain off and just follow what everyone else is doing, you know. And I feel like, in this case, I mean... We sound like superior air, like arrogant jackass is saying this. But yeah, because well, we're doing something that's irregular. It's irregular, and there doesn't really seem to be much payoff, you know, for there. So I'm sure a lot of people go like, oh, yeah, there yeah. must be some money, or I don't know, you must be some kind of sadist, yeah. and like and like violence or something, you know. And by some people, that's like my family. But uh, that's my family too. Yeah, no, no, but but it's true, and I think I think it's almost kind of an extended sense in a uh, in you know in in. Because I feel like, you know, coming, like, our family is just more traditional than, like, what a typical American family is, you know. Me being Filipino, you know, you, of course, saying that you're Mexican heritage. But it's just, like, it's just more traditional set. Because, like, uh, background about me is that both my parents, you know, immigrated from the Philippines. Like, technically, I'm, like, first-generation American here. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, it's, it's, like, old, like, they have an old way style of like looking like looking at life so what you're supposed to do you're supposed to get a job then you're supposed to marry somebody get the family get, get some kids and you know rinse rinse wash repeat you know like happiness yeah. there's not there's nothing like, yeah there's not what or like what accomplishments like yeah. dreams dreams are stuff you you know dreams are stuff you kill when you have a yeah. family no it's true it's like it's dreams like for rich people yeah yeah dreams are yeah, yeah dreams are got, for people that have money that, yeah we gotta like, grind yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. time for yeah. dreams yeah no no and, and that's a and that's um and i feel it's it's, it's not necessarily like a real necessarily like their only reality affords them but i think it's just a more that was just a more accessible reality especially you know for our parents you know because not that not that they couldn't you know veer off the path it's just even harder because the thing about for us it's hard to veer off the path already you know we have all these other resources available you know we have you know modern technology just being just uh i just just it's more i guess socially acceptable i guess nowadays to be like a free thinker i don't know how hard it is to be a free thinker it's probably it's probably still pretty hard but i just feel like but now you put them in a sense that's you know not america you put them like in a in a third world country and that's like that's not gonna go well yeah. you know it's like hard to be you know where all the dreamers are they're all on the street or yeah. they're dead yeah it's, <laughs> it's really hard are. like yeah. i'm from it yeah yeah that that doesn't fly yeah because 
it is very difficult and i'm very like i said i'm grateful for mm -hmm. being able to be in being here and, and doing what i love i guess that's yeah. why the thing like you're we're doing what we love and yeah my my friend sean says yeah. almost every day <laughs> yeah. it's like another day in paradise day. but it's true yeah, yeah. it's true and yeah. i appreciate that because that makes me like think and be aware be aware of yeah, life yeah that i am mm -hmm. i am fortunate to be here because mm -hmm. half of my friends died Mm -hmm. got killed for head kicks they were my friends until they... yeah it's like yeah. the cartel and yeah. you know how it is in mexico so yeah, it's, it's, a, it's difficult yeah there's more there's more dangers there you know because yeah. the truth is it's like over there it's really hard to make a living yeah and an honest living and the, the truth is it's very tempting and a safe living Oof, yeah because yeah, well. yeah. the truth is yeah. it's like a lot of people are in it because it's very tempting. There's a lot of money. You yeah. have no idea. It's like you making a lot of dope. So people yeah. need money to survive, and it's hard to get a decent job when you're getting yelled at. Yeah. You're not doing. You're not feeling fulfilled. Yeah. You're just getting scrums and barely making it yeah. when you can be doing something else. Which, it's like it's like that lure, you know. Yeah. But it's almost like the lure of the. Not necessarily the easy way out, but it seems like the easier way until all of a sudden, oh, hey, no, your life is on. Yeah. You're gambling with your life. Yeah, That's and you don't tell, you don't think about yeah. it. You're young. Yeah. You're stupid. You're like, yeah, whatever. And mm -hmm. you pay the consequences. Yeah. If you don't get out of there quick, you pay the consequences. But like I said, some, some people are fortunate enough to see the light and be like, okay, I'm going to stop. I've seen that, but it's very difficult. It's very difficult. It's also hard, too, because, you know, that, I mean, that like organized crime you know cartels they, they typically they that's that's the people they want they want you know kids who don't know too much about like because then they'll just follow orders and then mm -hmm. they'll the once yeah. that becomes that's the only way they know so yeah. then they don't they don't have to think about it yeah. i was there. too much of a pussy to do it so i was oh, yeah. i wasn't just uh, i wanted money but i was yeah. too much of a pussy yeah. i was like nah, i'm good guys i'm a little bitch i can, yeah. I can take it yeah my friends were tougher so they were like yeah. well some of your friends are dead now so huh? being being tough can only take you so far that's right. why i'm glad i'm not tough yeah so but it was yeah, yeah. it was like i said it was difficult but now we're here yeah and it's it's totally different another day in paradise like mm -hmm. sean says mm -hmm. but it's interesting you say about that gamble of life because if anything life life in itself is a gamble like back back to like but back to the you know society just reducing failure you can do all these things to reduce failure and you can still fail you know yeah. so that's the thing so that that that's why i mean the way i look at it the way that helps me want to you know want to reach ascend higher i guess or dream like from there is that even if i don't actually wait no i mean the way i look at it, I, I see an it's a no it's a no loss situation for me and what, what, what I mean by that is that the, the, biggest, the biggest thing, the biggest loss for me is to not do what I want. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like that's what's going to cause, of course, once again, that's gonna, what's going to cause the most regret. You know, because I feel like when, I'm, you know, when, my, when my body is you know, no longer able to, do, to walk or when my mind's not able to think anymore, like from there, I won't be thinking, oh man, I sure wish I worked more. You know, oh man, I sure wish I had, uh, mm -hmm. like, it's like at the end of the day, like when you're dead, you're dead, yeah. you know, but we, what you always have is like the things that you accomplish, yeah. you know? So I think why, like, why, why worry, 
I, I mean, it's everyone has like different like situations, you know. People say, "Oh, hey, that's not for me." Well, if it's not for you, then shut the fuck up. I'm not talking to you. Yeah. You know, I'm talking to people who actually want to do something with their lives because you know they should. You know, you got yeah. If you don't, if you never take that risk to find out, you know, what it is you're searching for, then it's never, it's not, it's never gonna come to your doorstep. Yeah. You know, you gotta go out there, like, and reach for it, and that, and that's why I think like, no matter. Um, no matter what you know no matter how 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 this turns up it's not gonna be a failure for me because I went out and, and tried to and tried to you know I went out and did what, what I wanted to do and I'm no matter what I'm gonna find something I want to do the biggest failure for me is just being like everyone else and that's not gonna happen to me so that's not I'm not gonna worry about that yeah. I once heard that uh, they say you regret more the things yeah. you didn't do Yeah, no, and that, that's a very true thing. This is just cliche, cl cliche central mm -hmm. here. But no, but it's true because like you think a lot of um, yeah, because you're gonna regret the things that you don't do. Yeah, you know, you're did, you're like already did. Yeah, and uh, like I I remember uh, hearing this from uh, actually Jim Carrey. Jim, was, yeah, no, yeah, that, yeah, that no, speech. yeah, that speech, the commencement speech. Yeah, yeah it was anyway, really continue. good. Yeah. and uh, one thing I really took it was he said. Uh, His dad wanted to be a comedian. Yeah, exactly. His dad, his dad was like one of the funniest people that he ever met. Yeah. And but he didn't do it. Like he yeah. wanted to have a safe job. A safe, yeah. yeah. And he yeah. said, uh, with the end of the story, is that you can also fail the things you don't like. Yeah. It's like, why then even, like, at least try something. If you fail, well, it's not, like you say, yeah. you don't, it's not considered failure because you're really yeah. trying. Yeah. You're really trying to do it. That's far more than what other people are doing. So yeah. it's like, it's a win-win, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly, and it's just finding yeah, it's finding something you know that that you're passionate about and that you're able like to con continue doing, like from there. So I think yeah, no, I, I think that that's a, that's a really good point, and because I remember I, I watched that as well. But yeah, you can yeah you can still fail doing doing things that you don't like. like to do. So like, what's the yeah, yeah what's yeah. what's the point of that? You yeah, know? It's, and it's some some people just don't see that it's, the fear is too much, mm -hmm. and uh, like in going in like. Going with our sports, like it's a very dangerous sport. Oh yeah, for sure. We are gambling. We're literally gambling with our lives as yeah. well and our health. But yeah. uh, how I see it's like in the end, when we're old and mm -hmm. we have no hips and yeah. no knees and shit, we're yeah. gonna be happy that we did it. Yeah. Because the truth is, when you're old, you're still gonna you do still, that. You're still you're gonna still suffer that down. same thing. No, I know. Yeah. I know. Well, we talked about this too. It's yeah. like you know, you can you have a car. You know, your car's gonna break down whether it stays in your garage all nice and safe, yeah. or if you go out on the road and like joyriding it you know i mean yeah you could get into like an awful collision but at least you're having fun as you're yeah. doing it i guess and i think that's more dangerous actually people are yeah. so fine driving yeah. that's yeah. one of the most dangerous activities dri dri and people are like how are you going to like yeah. you know fighting how can you, you drive every day don't you yeah, yeah. how can you get yeah. in that metal box yeah. and drive really fast yeah. and yeah. other people are driving really yeah. fast and not yeah. paying attention or yeah. being drunk exactly. and stuff yeah, yeah you trust people out there i don't trust people yeah, yeah. if we yeah. if we actually look at it the gamble's worse like how exactly. many times you step I know, in the yeah you're trying to go to the grocery store you know yeah i know what's trying to get me you know Yeah. yeah, and that's how how it was in Juarez too. It was like you going. Hopefully, you say goodbye to your family because you don't yeah. know if you're coming back. Yeah, because it was wars on over yeah. there. Yeah, and it's funny because people don't feel that way, but it's the truth in driving. It's like there's a lot of people that can get in accidents. Yeah, zig when you should have zagged. And yeah, that's the thing. You know, I I know I I just I just came back from the Philippines and that's how it's like in the driving, driving there. It's like good luck, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, yeah, it it, it is. How's the traffic yeah. over there? Oh, crazy. 
Yeah. Great. Well, I, li- I live in, uh, my family lives in Manila, so the big, the biggest city there. Mm-hmm. Just people stacked on people. And then, you know, and you know how corrupt governments go. The money doesn't go to transportation, well, it goes to their not. pockets. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's never goes to the right place. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. Oh, government. It's always, it's always them first. And it's, oh. yeah. So just how it goes, but yeah. I think no, but that's no. That's a very good point. Like you know, there's there's dangers in life, but like fear, fear of, fear of death isn't gonna stop death. You know, yeah. prevents living. Yeah. There. It can yeah. happen, but yeah. it's like that's a gamble I'm willing to take, cause I really want to try this, and mm-hmm. it's just part of my journey. Maybe I don't go far. Maybe I can be. But then again, you know, I think you can't you can't. Think about far, you know. Yeah. They can't think about results based, you know. Yeah. You can't. You can't think about that. Just think mm-hmm. about, you know, what, you know. You sometimes like when people when people set when people set sail the end and exploring stuff. They, pretty much what they think they're gonna find is what they never find. Yeah, right. You know, they end up they end up finding something else, like from there. Well, sometimes something better, you know. Yeah, something something better, or like also it's like just going out to the unknown. You don't you don't know necessarily what's out there, you know. Like Ender and dating, you know. Doesn't you don't know, know man. You you're good right now. Yeah. Okay, man. Once the ladies come and no, don't listen to him, man. He's just trying to take you. Oh, they'll be coming. <laughs> he is single, ladies. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So all right, let's talk about uh, how about let's talk about the upcoming matchup we have uh, the next next Saturday. Oh, there's yes. you know Habib. Versus to- Habib Nurmagomedov <laughs> versus Tony Ferguson. So, what what are your thoughts on that matchup, Ooh, man, that's a that's a tough one. It's like I've been researching a little here and there and listening yeah. to people. Everybody says the same thing. Wait, what, what, what are they saying? What the fuck's gonna happen? Like, gonna happen? Yeah, like, I know he's gonna. I know he's gonna win. Conor McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The UFC yeah. is gonna yeah. make a lot of bank. Oh, it's gonna be a lot of like good matchups, but like going to the main event, it's like. A supreme grappler in Khabib is versus the supreme grappler, Tony. Yeah. And then like this, I guess the supreme scrambler. Supreme say, scrambler, like, supreme, yeah, supreme crazy person. Yeah, yeah. it's just. Are we talking about Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's another crazy person. I yeah. mean, yeah, Tony Ferguson. He's he's just weird, different. Yes. Yeah. Different. It's his like his style. He does some. He's awkward in his striking, in his grappling, things that he does in grappling like they're not supposed to work but they do and he he's a, just a madman so it's like you can never count him off. It's it's gonna be a really good matchup. Unless it's a crazy battle, then you know he'll win. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, right? He just gets in people's faces and mm-hmm. just blast them. It's it's gonna be a really fun matchup. I really don't if I, I'm thinking about it, and I don't know what, like, what is gonna happen, cause. Well, are you a seer? Right. <laughs> what do you think? What do I think? Yeah. I, th- I think, uh, I think Conor is gonna come in with the chair. WrestleMania, buddy. Yeah. WrestleMania. Your bomb life's changed. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But yeah, yeah, no, it's de- it's definitely an in- an interesting matchup, as, as you said there. But I think, in terms of, but in terms of like the grappling exchanges, like from there, I feel like, 
uh, Ferguson is almost too willing to uh, to put himself in, uh, risk. in that, yeah, in, in, at risk, and mm-hmm. that might that might not really prove too well given uh, given Habib's tenaciousness and his willing and his just damage he can do from like uh, from just from top position, mm-hmm. you know. So I mean, I think that's just, that's a that's a scary gamble like from there, and it's and it's still. I guess the submission threat is there from Tony, but I still have yet anyone. I can't even recall like the last time you anyone even was able to try a submission on yeah, on, on yeah. So you just think because uh, that, just because that pressure? I think yeah, Connor's gonna come in and sleep him <laughs> with the left hand, both um, of them. Yeah, yeah that, that, the style yeah. he has yeah. is just the wrestling. Yeah, and it's all blended in with the ground pounds. He's really mm-hmm. not looking for submissions. Yeah, he thinks more. When we talk about this, and you could just get knocked out with the right hand. Yeah, just, right. Like, slept. You know, <laughs> Yep. It's it's a gamble, like you like you said. It's it is. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's gonna be. But speaking of gambles, though, it's this fight has been done what three times? Yeah. Hey, let's not talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, yeah. like four it's, times the charm. It's like knocking Fifth on wood. Fifth times the charm. I don't know. Tiramisu. Because it was like that time with the wake. He couldn't make it. It was like a one one. It was like we knew Friday, right? They were yeah, like, Friday. Oh, yeah. Like what? Fuck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah. Well, hopefully he's got a nutritionist now. So <laughs> nutritionist. Yeah. What is that? Like? I have a nutritionist, Ender. <laughs> hey, stop eating so much. The All answer right. is yes. <laughs> See, that's a horrible nutritionist. Yeah. Right there. Hey, oh. could I eat a burger? The answer yeah, is yes. Yes. Yeah. Could I eat tiramisu? Yes. 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 Oh. See, you'll never be sad in my new diet. <laughs> oh man, yeah, the the Ender diet. It will end you. <laughs> Oh, it'll it'll end your weight loss goals because now you won't have them. Anymore. We don't have your metabolism, bro. You're still growing. That's why. None of my clients live past forty, but that's okay. His <laughs> <Just> clients. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about that second matchup, though? Uh, Joanna and Rose. I think. Um, hmm. I think I think it'll be interesting. I'll be interesting to see like if it. If Rose is unable to put Joanna away, I think, I think Joanna will, will be able to outlast her, like from there. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, we'll see. I mean, she, we, we could say that, and she could just get cracked again, yeah. like from there. But yeah, I like Rose's style. I really mm-hmm. like her. Like, how it's like very basic. I like, like how would you describe her style? I guess like what they say, very meat and potatoes. It's you like meat and yeah, potatoes. Like what's that we're eating here? Yeah, <laughs> jazz cooks. It's like yeah. very because she used to be like very hectic, like do a lot of like crazy stuff. Yeah, like jumping, sidekicks and stuff. And then she went with the Trevor Whitman and made her like really like boxer kind of with a very good technique. Yeah, well, with Rose, she has a real, she has a good sense of distance. She has good pocket boxing, mm-hmm. like from there, and she was able to, uh, yeah. She was able to you know, get get Joanna guessing with the well one the long jab, paid with the jab, mm-hmm. ca- catching catching her with the hook, and then just dropping her mm-hmm. like from there. So yeah, it's a, it's a. Actually, I'm going match. against. I think Rose is gonna take. I think it. Rose is gonna take yeah. it. Okay. I don't think it was a. Well, I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's a fluke. fluke yeah. Yeah, I think but, just just catching him there. But yeah, but it, you're competing. I think it's yeah. Yeah, I know, yeah, if you get caught, that's not, yeah, it's not yeah. a fluke that you're there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it can happen like Cain Velasquez and Junior Dos Santos. Yeah, Junior Dos Santos, yeah. Which I, actually, I thought it was, because it it's disrespectful to say it was a fluke, but I thought 
if he didn't get caught with that punch, maybe yeah. King would do it. That's like that's like every heavyweight. But yeah, no, it's true. He, in fact, he he caught him. Yeah. yeah. And then bam. Yeah, yeah well, he can't be healthy. Going back yeah, to what we we're saying, yeah. right? He yeah. can't be healthy. Go, go hard all the time, man. Don't worry, what are you a bitch? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think uh, the late, it's gonna be a good match. I'm really looking forward to that one. Mm-hmm. I want to see Rose in action because, like Joanna, she she was a world beater and probably the best striker. Well, considered the best striker. In but the see, world. that's the thing. This is, there's all these things: the best striker, the yeah. best striker. Yeah. Like from like, what does being the best striker really mean? Because it's just a matter of being having better striking that or that day or that yeah. that night. And also, like, what tools are you implementing? You know, because mm-hmm. someone who might quote unquote not be a good. Come on, guys! Like. Uh, Kevin Randleman knocked out Crow Cop. Yeah, you know. Shit, so yeah, like any, like Bob Sapp beat Ernesto Hoos twice. <laughs> all right, so don't don't just give me this thing yeah, about you know better better striker. You know, are you gonna is Bob Sapp teaching you go learn kickboxing from Bob Sapp? Man, you know, learn how to tap yeah. quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, but you're right. It's like just being able to solve that puzzle. Mm-hmm. If it is with attrition, like Bob said, that yeah. fight, if, if it's yeah. like just catching her, like it is, it is a lot of ways to win. That's why this sport yeah. is so interesting. Yeah. There's so yeah. many variables, mm-hmm. so many ways to win. Not the yeah. best fighter, quote fighter. unquote, wins. Yeah, it's just a matter of execution and also what you're, uh, just just what you're trying to do. Like from there, what, how how are you implementing it? How how are their reactions are? It's a lot. It's a lot of things to gauge. Being able to adapt. To yeah. what they're trying to do. Exactly. Yeah. That's what high level yeah. fighting is. That's true. Yeah. Let's see about that. Uh, so when you're coming in, like like what like what fighters like did you look up to or like inspired you or like look oh yeah that or like what style did you like? What about and what about them? For Was me it, I yeah. always always when I started looking at MMA I always I guess knew that uh, the well-rounded fighters is, is the next Well-rounded level. fighters, yeah. For me, so it was that's why GSP. you like Damien Maya. Yeah, <laughs> in Wonder Boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah for yeah. me, it was like GSP when I started. Okay. Like, one of the reasons, like, I looked at his gym was because DJ. DJ is mm. one of the fighters I look up to. Is mm. Having Who's the whole DJ? package. <laughs> yeah, you know that guy. D- DJ Request. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, this dude that trains at our gym is kind of weird. Okay, know. yeah. Hey, come on, man. Ender's right there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Ken says it's silently jumping. Silently jumping. Look at him with his, over. Yeah, with his slippers. Just like. He's wearing a sweater that says, I tap that. Oh, man. Misogynist. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. You said yourself out to that one. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it, Ken say. All right. But yeah, that's kind of like. What I was looking for, and like the like the world rounded fighters, mm-hmm. I always thought that was like one thing I looked myself like mm-hmm. trying to do, like being able to implement everything. Um, like I said, DJ was really one of the one of the guys. Right now, uh, Max Holloway's Max a dude. Holloway. One yeah. of these I really like to to yeah. watch, even though he's right, like maybe striking more than anything. But he's, I guess, right now in the game, it's like you need to be well rounded. You need to be well well rounded. I would. I mean, well roundedness is good, but I feel like it's being well rounded. But you have to be able to place people in spots where you're strong. Exactly. I think. I think that's the biggest thing. And then being being well rounded helps in. You can be well rounded but suck at everything, you know. But you have to be well rounded and being able to 
put people into your power spots. You know, at the end of the day, that that that's what's important. At least as far as me, as far as like looking at how effective somebody is. You know, because you look on paper, oh, this so and so should be better. You know, at this. You know, but then it's just matter how you put them in that spot. And then for you, I never never ask you this. We never ask. Oh, yeah, for this fighters. Fighters like so the way way I looked at fighting is I just I liked. I mean, there's well-roundedness, but like what 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 I was looking at is I'm not so much enamored with like what fighters uh, with the fighter itself. I'm thinking about like what does the fighter do and what makes it effective for them. So that's how that's how I looked at it. Like in terms of, like elements of a fighter's game that makes them that that makes them good. Because I think well, because one thing I I like watching at first was uh was boxing, mm-hmm. and I like boxing because it's very um. It's it's uh the the it's the science in boxing is very uh, it's very refined. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that is that you know people have been boxing for hundreds years, of yeah. years, and now like high level boxing really for about over a hundred years. Like now you know televised like known and from there and there. So what I mean by that is like that there's really only so many ways you can implement it. Like from there, it's very varied. But then seeing the highest level of how people can implement it, just taking like variations like from there so what i mean by that like in terms of mma is that i like seeing what fighters do not necessarily their whole games like from there so for gsp i would look at oh he had good what i looked at gsp is he had okay at first i was like oh he is that he is a good jab he is a good double leg but then like what i realized like after learning more about fighting is that gsp has great distance control mm-hmm. like from there like he's able to um he's able to dictate the range and then he's then able to time people as they come in and that's how he's able to get his reactive his doubles like on there just because of uh, people because you know, people say people talk about wrestling a lot or people talk about and then they have this like once again it's back to oh this person's the best striker or this person's the best wrestler like what does that mean in terms of MMA your striking is only going to be as good as how you implement it your wrestling is only going to be as good as how you implement it and GSP's wrestling was so good or his wrestling, quote unquote. What he was great at is he's able, he's great at controlling the distance and then he can set up his takedowns mm-hmm. real well because he understood like what distance the person needed across so he can get that mm-hmm. from there. So that's what I admired like from there. I mean, other parts, you know, not necessarily so great. I mean, again, this is me being like real judgy on mm-hmm. like, you know, on GSP. But like, there's like, you know, just you gotta take like the strong elements of their game and what makes it work, you know, from there. I liked, uh, I particularly like uh, Jose Aldo takedown defense just the way he's able to uh to stay balanced and then being able to react like uh, as far as um and by react i mean like he he always was able to make people pay for trying to take him down and that's what i and that's like one element i think about too like all right if i'm if i'm reacting if i'm reacting or if i'm defending someone's takedowns it's not just good enough i can defend i need to make make sure that they pay mm-hmm. you know like the way i think about it like the way i look at my distance I think of it like, like a toll bridge. What I mean by that is like, you can cross, but you're gonna pay the price every time you every time you cross, mm-hmm. like from there. And that's how that's how I think about it in terms of like fighting from there. And that's how I try to. That's why I look at, especially like nowadays, like look at people's fighting or, I like mm-hmm. I admire their elements, but like I have to I have to take a look. You have to I mean take a look at the big picture, see what they do, but then also see how that works for like you mm-hmm. know particular things because you know you can't like perfectly implement someone else's but you can try to implement like a specific part of their game if you understand how it works yeah, yeah. so so you see fighters more as like 
techniques and things that you techniques, liked about yeah, them. Yeah, things I liked about them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I like, you know, I like boxers too. I like, you know, their personalities in terms of, like, you know, how they did it. But there's no such thing as a quote-unquote, like, you know, great box. I mean, yeah, they're, you know, every boxer, you know, good loss. Except Rocky Marciano, but then still, like, from there, there were elements of his game that were, you know, pretty beatable. Mm -hmm. Or there's, like, there's weaknesses to everyone's game. It's just, like, I mean, it's not bad. There's weaknesses to my game, weaknesses to your game. But in terms of, like, looking at fights and then being able to grow from there, mm -hmm. I feel like that's, like, a good mindset to have is, like, to be critical. You know, mm -hmm. it's good to be, you have to be critical. Like, you mean, you know, this is me being critical of people who have, quote, unquote, accomplished more. But I want to... I want to implement, you know, their game towards mine, and that's how I got to be. I got to be critical of what they do and how mm. how I can implement that, or what can I improve upon that, or how are they able to do that part of their game, mm. you know, from there. So that's that, that's the way I, I look at it, and um, yeah, it's under it's just understanding that concept of like okay, what makes a fighter quote quote unquote successful. Well, how mm -hmm. how well uh, his techniques work yeah. why yeah work why what do they do how do they do that mm -hmm. what did the opponent react how did he gauge mm -hmm. he or she gauge that reaction like from yeah. there why he yeah. chose his tools to beat him why yeah you know from there yeah what's what's their strengths what's their limitations sometimes because you know that's the thing sometimes one's limitations can be their greatest strength mm -hmm. you know and what what i mean by that is uh look at um look at mike tyson mm -hmm. so mike tyson uh had asthma and then uh, at an, so at an early age, like he knew that he he couldn't like he, he couldn't last that long cardio wise. So that's why he spent like all his energy trying to knock people out in the early rounds. Mm -hmm. And then like and see how that transferred like to his style. Sometimes you know sometimes your greatest limitation can be your greatest strength because you gotta make it you have to make it work for you. Mm -hmm. You know and you can't argue that he wasn't successful. Yeah. You know for the, I mean the style was there to beat him just being able to outlast him and mm -hmm. then once his like once once he's you know not as conditioned that you can get him. But still sometimes you know you just put so much of a beating on you in the first couple rounds or in the first you know five or six rounds that you maybe you can't even get back yeah. to like to where you were or he just knocked you out yeah, and you also know, his size right he was smaller as a, as he's a, a small he's a small heavyweight you know yeah, small yeah. heavyweight only 5'11 like 5'10 mm -hmm. maybe and then like about you know, 230 if mm -hmm. that well yeah just being able to use that speed yeah, like and, from there crouching yeah, position crouching, moving yeah. coming up yeah from yeah. there yeah that, that's one fighter you know I'll, I'll watch you know a young Asian because you know as a boxer like oh yeah I like that but then realize okay why did that work why did that work for him just me this is me like looking and like trying just trying to grow mm -hmm. as like in terms of uh, understanding fighting mm -hmm. like from there and I know and I know too like so that's another thing about Mike Tyson a lot of people don't realize he was a very intelligent fighter too like he had he, he would watch like you know I remember watching a documentary of him he was like he has an encyclopedia knowledge of boxers he was just watching like old fights that he was watching like Jack Dempsey versus Jess Willard mm -hmm. which is like the first million dollar uh, paper I mean um, boxing gate I want to say yeah mm -hmm. but um anyway understanding like you know what worked for those people and implementing mm -hmm. that from there yeah you so watch any old school boxing yeah, I watch uh, old school box. Like, what would you define like, as old like, school? Like when they like black and white. Yeah, black and yeah. white, or when they use those smaller gloves. The small gloves so they could actually have you know push. Yeah, and they yeah, would like, they would clinch and in, yeah, in, in grab. They, they let them work there. Yeah, like Jack Johnson, Joe Gans, yeah. you know, there. Like one of the, I mean, even back in like the forties, it was more like that. Like Sandy Sandy Sadler yeah. is one of the, is one of the great ones. Like from there, one of the only guys to beat Willie Pep. 
multiple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, and then he was the one that taught George Foreman. George Foreman's a great technical boxer. A lot of people yeah. don't don't think about just because he was big and powerful and, and and could hit hard. But that's the thing. That's another thing too. Like understand more about fighting. I realize that it's not about just having you know the power. You ha- like power is no use if you're not accurate. Mm-hmm. Power is no use if you don't. Um, if you're not able, if you're not able to land correctly, mm-hmm. you know. So power is only as useful as you make it. Mm-hmm. So as you know, positioning, timing, uh, anticipation, being able to footwork, mm-hmm. like range, like it's that. Not that's, just that's hitting really hard. It's yeah, I mean, one, I can't hit it that hard to begin with, so that's why, you know, that's why I don't worry about that stuff. I don't have like can't say power, so yeah. So you gotta, yeah. Don't take the shortcut. Go yeah, around. yeah, and I gotta make do with these weak hands. Kensei yeah. power is all we can hope for these days. I know, I know right? Hey, man, Kensei power is lit. So. Kensei power is activate. Yeah. Forget uh, Mike Tyson. Yeah. That's yeah. power, right? Yeah, there. that's that <laughs> ultimate power. Yeah. How about you? You watch old boxing? Yeah. Yeah, I watch uh, Willie Pep a lot. Willie Pep, great, great, great movement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like with Willie Pep, I mean, no, 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 disrespect him. Like, it's very boxing centric movement. Yep. You know, like that kind of stuff will get you leg kicked to death. You but know? when I started, yeah. that's what happened. Yeah. yeah. That's what happened. It was like, because he. I mean, not that I would know, but yeah. Because, yeah, like I would watch him, Archie Moore. And like you said, there's a lot of things that, you, that won't work because they're like very boxing based, but there's a lot of things that you can There's a lot of things you can find in you implement Archie Moore great. Yeah, and Sadler yeah. took the, the long guard trying to and still working on that, it's like being able like to grapple and have that defense coming forward it's, moving. It's a lot of it's a lot of muscling. Or that I mean that's I mean it's not really necessary muscling but it's a bunch of shoving. Yeah. I mean the, you can tell I, I do that a lot. Yeah, yeah it's, it's more of yeah. a they call it like a preemptive defense, just kind of like block blocking or. Um, it's like a it's like a stiff arm. Yeah, but it's, stiff just, arm. it's just being able to smother. It's smother. It's like it's like a, it's a long it's like long guard like long stop hands, yeah. but I feel like it's just getting them, just jolting them and then getting them mm-hmm. to uh, stop from there. But he was a real crafty. I really I really liked his style like from there, and like the way he was able to cut it off people off, and it really showed in how he taught you know Foreman because that's all. Former did, but as a heavyweight, with with that immense, you know, I'm not, I'm even not, he was, you know, immensely athletically gifted, but he was also very technically sound, and that's mm-hmm. why he was able to become one of the greatest boxers, you know. And not a lot of people know about him, but yeah, he was really good, really yeah. good. Jersey yeah. Joe Walker, I like. Oh yeah, watch. Jersey Joe, yeah. Even though he, that's, that's a that's that's in terms of unorthodox style, yeah. In terms of like uh, walking. Like from there, okay. Yeah. They call him the cakewalk, right? Is it yeah. Him? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what they call it. Yeah, his like his fancy step almost like walking mm-hmm. off the side, but then lure people to come right in, and then yeah. he just crack like them. crack them. Yeah. yeah, and um, I'll even watch some of Marciano stuff like weight transfer stuff. Yeah, no, Marciano was not a big guy, mm-hmm. it was like barely 5'9, if that, yeah. and like 180, but could like hit, yeah. But see, like, once again, man, I don't, I don't have any power, so I don't worry about weight transfer. But he, he knocked like on my boy Jersey Joe with the right hand. Oh, man, that, yeah, that, that. Yeah. Well, they say one of the best right, oh, the best right hand in uh, Sugar, Sugar Ray Robinson, too. Oh, yeah, when he knocked, when he knocked out uh, Gene Fulmer. Yeah, that was yeah. the best left hook, was that it? Uh, no, he, he had, the, he snuck in the left hook right yeah. in front of us. Yeah, yeah. I like to watch. Oh yeah, because I showed you that when they broke down that, 
you know, when he left hook Gene Fulmer, and then the other one when he knocked out, when he just doubled up on the mm -hmm. left hands, and the guy wasn't ready for it, caught him, and then, yeah. like, fin finished him there. Yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot of good boxers. Who would you say is, like, one of your favorite boxers of all time? <laughs> that's, that's a hard one, like, because I do... Like, Axing the Mexican. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Because boxing is like religion over there. Like, yeah. I, I do. I do. I'm going to be prejudiced and watching like Hulu. I tell you what I hate though. Manny Pacquiao. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Pacquiao's garbage. You heard me. <laughs> yeah. Well, he beat a lot of Mexicans. So yeah. I just. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he like just watching like uh, Hulu Cesar Chavez. Yeah. Watching. Um, you know which? Uh, God damn it! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. And uh, one of the fighters I like, Aaron Pryor. Remember yeah, I know. Yeah, Aaron, no, Aaron Pryor is one of my favorite really boxers. Good. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, just the wars he had with Alexis Arguello. Yeah. yeah, Alexis Arguello was really good. Yeah, it was really, it was really good. And it's, it's a very, he, it's funny with him because he was a knockout artist, but he had a very subtle style. Yeah. Like it did, because you know that, that's the thing. You, well, also you realize like how little box, you know, you know, like teeth, yeah. like try. He would just like, and then like the guy would be out. <laughs> Yeah, like from the, it looked like he barely even touched him. Yeah, I was like very from, pretty style. They call him the gentleman on the ring. He yeah, was so good. Yeah, this is our great boxer. Um, I mean, for me, one of the favorite boxers of all time got to be Roberto Duran. Yeah, just like, just the uh, yeah. Hey, I mean, but that's the thing. It wasn't just power. It was just like just one of the most skilled, like like very like skilled counterfighter, skilled in fighter, good at uh, cutting off the ring. Just really, just like sneaky in mm -hmm. terms of like. Like uh, just you know his his tactics, but like and real subtle in his technique because he was able to move up so much in weight. Like honestly, he fought like one thirty five all the way up to like one sixty. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna yeah. say also like evolving because yeah. he was getting up in weight and then he's he was getting slower. slower yeah, he's, yeah. He's, like he's going up against guys who are bigger than him, but then how he's able to like still ride that out with his like with his technique, technique and knowledge. You know? Yeah, technique, knowledge, and just craftiness. That see, that's what I always like admired like crafty like fighters like guys who were able to you know to use uh to use their you know to use their technique like over um over not necessarily just you know out you know out speeding the person you know from there and going yeah, go with crafty fighters i have to say my man b-hop yeah, yeah. he's he's one of the yeah. best uh middleweights yeah, yeah, he was really good at all. Mar Marvin Hagler. Yeah, Mar Marvin Hagler was one of my favorites yeah. too. In my my yeah. families were was they were like really they love Marvin Hagler and yeah. and my dad he was a big fan of Sugar Ray, Sugar Ray Leonard. Leonard. Yeah. Man, Sugar Ray Leonard just one of the um, just best finishers. You know, because it's funny because you know, when you look at him, you know, you know, you wouldn't think of like, a, like you know, like a ruthless style. But when he had people hurt, man, I always remember when he had like, what, remember that knockout. Uh, when he knocked out Tommy Hearns, when he was like behind on the scorecard, yeah. yeah. and then like this is this is Tommy Hearns, one like you know devastating, you yeah. know devastating puncher. I just yeah. remember how he would go down, and it was it yeah. was yeah, it was. Yeah. And I think I think he got knocked down by Tommy Hearns in that fight too. Mm. You know, from well, of course. Well, Tommy Hearns is another great you know boxer yeah. from right there. Yeah, we're yeah. talking about just yeah. the, the long punches. He was so yeah. good at the jab and the and, and the just two. like and just talking about vicious right hands. Yeah, clean, <laughs> clean knocked out Duran. Yeah, poor Duran. Yeah. Duran lost yeah. to all, all yeah. three of them. Yeah, he even fought Marvin Hagler, which yeah. is amazing. He was yeah. middleweight. Matt Hagler, man, just just so tough. Like I don't know, definitely took took a lot of elements of, of Hagler, like from there. Just yeah, good, good, yeah, good switch hitter, and then just just uh, just a rough, just rough to box with. Yeah, you know.
I mean, I don't have the power of the chin though, so it's hard. It's hard to emulate. Well, he, yeah, yeah, he was he was something else. It was that yeah switch hitting movement, and then how he would tire his opponent first, and then he would infight and just finish him. Yeah, in the in, body, infighting. In yeah, and then um, yeah, just yeah, just switch. Oh, and of course, Roy, Roy Jones. Yeah, yeah, it's one example of yeah. like really being really gifted. Yeah, yeah. He was, but his attack, his attacks were really good technically. Yeah. But then once the, but his defense never was. Never his defense was his speed. Yeah, you know from there, James James Tony. That's the guy who ate himself <laughs> to irrelevance. Yeah, yeah. They would say right, he wouldn't train. He would just spar. He would just spar. But yeah, but, but when he was on top of his game, he was great. Yeah, then, he uh, was very good. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, go. We got Ender. What? <laughs> All right. Any, and, no. Any closing thought, Ender? What are you up to this week? What am I up to? Yeah. It's who am I up to? Oh. Oh man, ladies. <laughs> all right. Well, that's even all. if I'm not single, I'm ready to mingle. You heard that, Ender? Always ready to mingle. But I'm always single. Everybody <laughs> is always single. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, Ender. Like I see, you have you know two episodes. Yes. Of your of your uh, of my of amazing your, web of, series of your amazing web series, you know, which is the same channel that this cha- that oh, this really? web series Didn't is on. Know. Yeah, forty words or whatever. Yes. But wait, all all he needs is him, which is funny because he's single. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then um, yeah. How about you? you got any plans this week, Irving? Oh, <laughs> uh, just like uh, any old, any good Mexican Easter, whatever it is, whatever. Mm-hmm. We it's just an excuse to get together yeah. and eat. And eat. Exactly. Just like hey, just like just like anything. Uh, actually, wait, 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 hold on. Before we go out of here, man, Canelo Triple G. You think that happens? Man, it's that. What was his stupid excuse? What, yeah. what I don't know. Something about eating, like eating cows. Yeah. It's Easter. Yeah, it's Easter, it's like, man. You know, you know how we Mexicans it's, do it. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's why Mexicans don't look like that, bro. That's what. That's, that's what that, I'm, He's Irish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I don't know, Canelo, but hopefully it does for us. I guess. Yeah. Well, he, yeah, it, it was a good fight. The first one, it was. I don't know. I, I hope it happens. That's what I'm trying to say. You hope it, I hope it happens too. Those, those, those are just... That's, see, this is one of the few examples of like two top of the line boxers like yeah. fight, fighting each other. It's a shame yeah. it doesn't happen that often. You know, to be honest, I'm more excited about the Lomachenko and Linares. Lomachenko Linares? I don't yeah, know, man. Yeah. I don't think... I think, okay, I think Linares... Okay, good, you know, good combination fighter, you know, good pressure, but I just don't feel like he's got he's got enough movement to stop. Yeah, well, Lomachenko. Yeah. And I'm speaking of yeah. my favorite, but I like to watch. Yeah. Like he's one of my favorites right now to watch. Yeah. He's he's just has a totally different like movement. Makes him makes uh, his opponent. No man, it's it's that it's the hat thing. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's the it's, secret. Yeah, you got yeah. you got yeah, that yeah, good yeah. yeah, that's how you yeah, that's how you get good boxing right now. I'm a good finisher. Shut up, Ender. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I'm pumped for that fight. Just Lomachenko. I love to watch him fight. It's always a spectacle. And I think tonight, or already happened, if it was in England, Josh. Oh, yeah. Uh, Anthony Joshua versus uh, Joseph Parker. I think so. Sounds, it, sounds, sounds right. The Australian it, guy, right? Yeah, Australian. Yeah. Is he fighting in, in England? It, it's in England, so it's so probably, it probably, it probably, it probably happening right now. Okay. If not that, I guess we'll... Australian exchange student grew up. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, man. <laughs> 
come at me, bro. He's like, what? Well, yeah. 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 That's why you know where you know where I'm at. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. This has been Pancreation Philosophy. Thanks for joining us. I don't know if you've stuck around this long. Well, all right. Thanks. Stop the press. <laughs>